deep in the heart of Central Texas, it's the Best of the Outdoors podcast. Brought to you by Texas Fishing Game Magazine, the voice of the Texas outdoor nation. I'm your humble host, Dustin Vaughn Warnke, the associate publisher here at Texas Fishing Game Magazine. And I'm so excited to have the chance to connect with you, whether you are watching this on YouTube, whether you are downloading this on your phone, on a podcasting app. However you have found us, thank you so much for doing so. Please tune into our other shows. Please subscribe and tell a friend. Please leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. All that fun stuff. Love you guys very, very much. Excited to have the chance to share the Outdoor Nation, the Texas Outdoor Nation with you and beyond. Those of you guys that listen out of state, uh, out of the, the, the great state of Texas, please thank you so much. Welcome. Come in. Uh, this is a lot of fun. Uh, we, we talk about a lot of general subjects around outdoors in Texas and beyond. Obviously, this is a magazine, regional magazine, so we have kind of a focus on Texas, but that doesn't mean that it, what you're going to learn here is not applicable in other places in the world and other places in our country. I'm just so excited to be back, guys. Uh, I'm doing three shows this month. And uh, not doing three shows because uh, it kind of is a celebration for next month being our fourth year on the airwaves. And uh, I've not done, you know, there was a, a time I took like maybe a, a six month break from the show back in 2016. But ever since then, we've been going every two weeks getting new shows out. And uh, this has just been immensely gratifying to me to be able to, it's a creative outlet for me. And it's a creative outlet, so is video, so is writing, and all those other things. But the podcast is kind of a constant creative outlet for me. It's kind of cathartic, when I mean that, kind of therapeutic. And I just really appreciate you guys checking us out and, uh, and telling a friend and leaving a five-star review. Okay, uh, also, I was going to showcase a couple of sponsors on this show. Another reason for doing three podcasts this month. Uh, I didn't forget about anybody. I just wanted to not squeeze everybody into two shows and wanted to give some love to uh, some sponsors that we have here. An ad spot from Progressive coming up, as well as a live read from AccuSharp. And we'll get into AccuSharp first. Um, AccuSharp eliminates the guesswork of using stones. Just three or four strokes with your AccuSharp and you're ready to go. Buy one now at your nearest hardware store, order online, or buy one at Academy Sports and Outdoors. Visit AccuSharp.com forward slash buy dash now. That's AccuSharp.com forward slash buy dash now. Or just visit AccuSharp.com. They've got all kinds of different knife sharpeners, guys, for um, all kinds of different uses, all kinds of different, uh, uh, you know, if you're if you're in a kitchen, they've got an AccuSharp for you. If you're out hunting, they've got an AccuSharp for you. It's a really, really good sharpener company. And they've got a wide variety of other products as well as knives. And one of the things that I've been really interested in is getting my hands on their um, game processing kit, which they have a, a rib spreader. They've got an area to put your uh, cable ties. They've got an area for you to uh, put your knives and a nice little carrying kit and just everything that you need to field dress an animal. Uh, and then to process it further than that once you get back into camp. Uh, I always love having a nice, convenient, um, you know, uh, game processing kit with me just so I can basically, you know, if I'm, if I'm doing camp meat, you know, for instance, if we're going to process the whole deer legally, uh, and, and consume it at camp, you know, I'm basically constantly, um, you know, cutting up meat, uh, cutting out sinew, you know, doing all the things you've got to do to prepare your meat for the grill or for the frying pan. And, um, you know, just having a good solid knife set like that AccuSharp game processing kit is, is just awesome. So, Really appreciate these guys sponsoring our show and uh, being a part of what we do. And big shout out to AccuSharp. So AccuSharp.com, it's A-C-C, 
S-H-A-R-P.com. I'll put that in the show notes so you can check that out. And um, you can also check out my past podcast. I did the other one, the um, Fish Feeder from Texas Hunter Products. That's another great product. Then we're going to talk about Progressive and then AccuSharp again. And then uh, we just have a whole host of really good sponsors this month. So just really thank you guys for all of you guys that supported us and um, that helped us with those sponsorships. As you know, I sell my own advertising for most of these shows. So um, it's just one of those things that's constantly taking off with the podcast growing and new people listening and all that other stuff. So if you've not done so already, like I said before, tell a friend. Give us a five-star rating review so other people can find us on um, on uh, the airwaves of digital world of uh, podcasting. So um, next up is a ad spot that I don't have to live read from Progressive, and I think you'll really like it. This is another funny one that, um, that I've enjoyed, um, and I think you will too. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Now put it in reverse. Got it. Now forward. Okay. Reverse. Now turn the wheel. Alright. Turn the wheel! No! Reverse! Reverse! Slow the down! Don't kill it! Kill it! Kill the owner! There's a reason they say curse like a sailor. I said reverse! Many reasons. Progressive's boat insurance has you covered. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Well, we're doc now. I know the language is a little more colorful than most of my other stuff on the podcast and my YouTube channel and uh, the writing stuff that I do, but those are kind of, they kind of give me a chuckle every time I listen to them. So anyway, Progressive Insurance, our other sponsor for the podcast, Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. All right, jumping right in, getting in with Dustin Ellerman, having an awesome podcast with him today. I sat down with him and it's Friday before I'm releasing this on the Thursday, the following Thursday. Um, so this is last Friday when you're hearing this and, um, or last Friday when we recorded this and then the following Thursday when you're hearing it, uh, Dustin Eilerman, like I said, top shot season three winner, uh, very good tactical instructor, um, very good on self-defense, very good on, uh, three gun and a lot of other competition runs that he does. And, um, just has a marksman camp. I mean, a camp where he teaches marksmanship, and uh, shooting skills and those kind of things to kids and uh, as well as the parents if they want to participate they can learn a lot of stuff too and we'll talk about that here on the show but just the basics of some tactical stuff I just wanted to talk about tactical stuff this time of year because the the weather's nicer we're getting out it's not too blooming hot yet in Texas and we're um, you know getting out there in the shooting sports and stuff like that and having fun now that it's not so dad blame cold anymore and it's not so um, so hot either. So this is kind of a good time to get your, your you and your family out there shooting. And so here's my interview with Mr. Dustin Ellerman, uh, Top Shot Dustin, as they call him on social media. Um, again, be sure to check out AccuSharp, check out Progressive Insurance uh, as our sponsors, and check out Dustin at Top Shot Dustin or um, Dustin Ellerman with two N's on his uh, website, MarksmanCamp.com, which I just actually ordered a... Um, uh, Pray Hard Shoot Straight magazine off of there, a hex mag uh, that had that imprinted on the side. I kind of thought that would be cool. So just in honor of Dustin being on the show, I bought something to support his uh, his uh, marksman camp, <laughs> some 30-round magazine for my uh, AR-15. And then he's got a, one with the Second Amendment on it. He's got a lot of cool gear, a lot of cool outdoor stuff that you can buy at marksmancamp.com. So be sure to check that out. I'll mention that at the end of the show as well. Um, so thank you, guys. Here we go with my interview with Dustin Ellerman. Joining me on the phone, the other Dustin, brother Dustin of Texas Fishing Game, Dustin Ellerman. How you doing, Dustin? Pretty good. How about you, man? Man, just staying 
active and just constantly it's fast and furious life in the fast lane over here for me and you both i guess <laughs> yeah yeah you just finished uh your last marksman camp tell me something about that oh uh, yeah so well we run them in the seasons in the spring and fall and so the last one was this last weekend and uh uh it, it was just a great season you know what i'm saying and time and again is we have the best kids and parents that come out here that's because so cool. you're getting those kids that are oh, yeah yeah you're getting kids that well they have good parents because the parents one they pay for them to come but then two they come with them right. to experience with them or just bond with them spend time with them and so so we see some of the the coolest kids out of it but uh i mean we have a blast you know we're going down the zipline at night with paintball guns and throwing <laughs> tomahawks and uh ending on the 50 bmg and uh, you know lots of just top shot style challenges in between it, it, it's a lot of fun and just to remind folks dustin ellerman winner of season three of top shot back in 2012 can you believe it's been seven years now oh man yeah crazy i got a constant reminder because i have a seven-year-old who uh uh, my wife came out there, you know, for the last episode. She was pregnant with her. So oh, wow! That, that, that's how I date the show. <laughs> you date the show on that daughter. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Um, and what an intense showdown that was with I forget who you competed with. Y'all are friends now. I forget. Uh, yeah, Mike Hughes. Mike so Hughes, he's a, that's right. Uh, owner of yeah Next Level Training that makes all those cool dry fire training aids. Yeah. and such. So yeah, you told me about yeah, that yeah. with the the podcast we did back at Shot Show, and I think that's kind of cool. Uh, to have because he was at the show correct oh yeah yeah he's always there cool good deal I, I know and then i got to meet with you i didn't talk about this on the shows we did back then but i got to meet gabby um what was her last yep. name forgive me she's a top shot shooter franco franco G- G- gabby franco yeah that i i really enjoyed because i've watched her on not only just top shot you know seasons when the top shot was still on but i would watch her all the time uh i always follow her on youtube and elsewhere wherever she's doing social media stuff and instagram and stuff like that and it's just kind of cool or like i know that girl you know <laughs> i met her so <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> yeah, neat so that's kind of neat. But so today I just wanted to talk to you real briefly about um, tactical, you know, how to get started in tactical shooting, tactical training. I mean, you do a lot of drills and runs and all kinds of different things that that are um, that are really unique and, and but but really common in the tactical world in a lot of ways. Just unique to me because I don't do this stuff every day. Gotcha. Yeah, and. and it- you know, I compare myself to some of the other guys that are really experts and really teach, and so then I feel like I don't know as much. But you know but enough, sir. You know here. enough. So yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, I, I, I guess what I see the most is when I do uh, personal uh, private pistol lessons with, with sure. folks. And if you're coming off of a static, I guess okay. See, I, I shoot at camp here on my own place, and right. so I have. I can do things that a lot of people can't do, you know. I, I mean, some of my YouTube intro videos, I'll just, I'll just be pulling drive-bys from my Humvee or Deuce and a Half or Ranger, and just, you know, be driving by the berm and just, and just blasting away and, and seeing what you get in. And, and you know, I shoot at night, and that's something else that we've started incorporating on our marksman camps, especially the teen one. Actually, it happened. Uh, on uh, spontaneously you know it, it got too dark but i'm like well heck you guys are older and we got we got we got red dots on these rifles and <laughs> I, I got the humvee back there with a light bar let's just light this thing up and keep shooting everybody's like that was awesome i was like oh y'all don't know, get to normally do that <laughs> and so it's like second nature you to know, you. oh my god yeah 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 it's just like oh i mean 
we shoot suppressed so we don't wake up the neighbors and we right. can go play if we want at night. And so, you know, seeing that and you know, for normal people, especially if you have to go visit an indoor range, I hate those places because just the uh, uh, just a concussion from a regular handgun when right. you're shooting in a stall is uncomfortable. But at the same time, it's good training because if you had to use your handgun in a defensive situation, uh, you know, for me, who used to use an outdoor when I'm indoor, it's like, ah, concussion off the walls in a hallway. That's not fun. Right. Anyway, tying that all back together is is, is the way no, normal people just shoot at uh, at a range. You know, they they're gonna top off their mag and then they just hold their handgun up there and then just and then and then just print holes in paper. And so while that's some training, marksmanship style fundamentals, I suppose, it's a long way off from real world defensive you know shooting and moving and you're you're drawing and you know checking your situational awareness all around and all that jazz and so a good thing to do is just try to incorporate more and i mean it can start from a lot of ranges don't even let you draw from a pistol that's true you know, one of the ones i, I got to is like that handgun from a handgun the holster that's the word i'm trying holster. to say i know what you mean yeah <laughs> i went to the h i got a handgun instead of holster <laughs> anyway you know so so you have to incorporate a lot of those things to really you know get a tactical sense sure. uh, of, of of training and so if you don't have you know, just off the uh, drawn from a holster deal. If you can't do that at the range, of course you can do it at home too. But then you have to just remember to uh, uh, to do that as well. So I'm a big proponent of dry fire training, and so uh, you know we talked about my cues, the next level training stuff. You know that that's a dry fire gun completely, but uh, that has a, a you know laser indicator. But you know you can do that with your own handgun as long as you're safe. And uh, just set some time aside to to just practice different drills. And heck, while we're even on that, I, I we actually sell a, a deck of dry fire training cards with different ideas uh, on, on our store at marksmancamp.com. Oh, cool! And so you know, so you know you don't know what to do because you're just you know clicking your trigger at the same spot on the on the wall like you always done. It's like, well, this will give you different ideas of you know try with a some you know fake reloads or or you know, reload your magazine, or try it from this position, or uh, you know, do it at night, or now, now only left-handed, and you're clearing the corners and using a flashlight, you know, different things like that. Yeah, I understand that. And so, it's marksmancamp.com. You said. Yeah, yeah. And you can pick up uh, some of the, the dry fire training cards. Yeah, a, it's a lot of little different ideas. I don't know if I've even made it through the whole deck myself, but okay. uh, at least you're honest. Uh, it, it's a lot of. <laughs> It'll give you it'll give you at least an intro into the tactical type right. style train, and you know another thing I I realize you know when I'm doing those private lessons is um, when you're just going out there, the standard people at a regular range and just 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 firing at a target repeatedly with your full magazine, you're really only practicing that shot placement, you know that trigger control. Right. But. In the grand scheme of things, you know, getting your gun into the fight, that draw we already talked about, but then that whole presentation and, and just uh, some trainers don't like the phrase muscle memory because your muscles don't really have memory. But, you know, getting that that acquisition just, you know, with your body itself without using your sights. And that's why I do my lessons. You know, we only shoot like 
uh, up to five shots max at a time. Right. And uh, it, it just if you start with a whole presentation of going to a low ready or your holster every shot and then just doing single shots with a proper follow-through, you know, you don't want to mm, train into a training scar so that you're only shooting one shot and then holstering, you know, so that in the rare case, that you do use your pistol, you know, you don't want to take a single shot and, and holster because you're just so used to it. You, know, so you got to shake things up. Might need more than one shot in some cases too. Yeah. D- dude, I've heard the crazy, uh, it, it, it's been a while, but just talking about training scars is, uh, there's a story that, you know, this police officer was in a vehicle shootout, you know, and he didn't make it. Wow. And, uh, and, and they, they found, uh, you know, and the investigation that he ha- his handgun was empty, and he had all of his empty brass were like lined up, piled up in in the, in the car, like you know, in the dashboard armrest, something like that. Yeah. And they're like, what the heck? And that was just his mo of normal training, right. where he'd empty a magazine and then start, and then police his brass. Right. And wow. That's so bizarre. that's always stuck with me is like, wait, you're in a firefight and you're picking up your empty brass. Right. You know, so sometimes we, uh, you know, relapse to whatever our training was. And that was just something like, oh, crud. Yeah. It's kind of a wake up call. So I make mean, sure that you're training in, in a way. It's, it's just like, you know, we say tactical and practical, you know, in our newsletter yeah. that goes out on Tuesday, because it's not just enough to be tactical, which is used around a lot. It's enough to be to, to also be, you know, in self-defense mode, which is one reason why we all learn tactical stuff. Um, you know, a stress situations, stress indicators, things like that, that, that what would you do if, if the heat was on, you know? And that's where I was going with that as far as, yeah. Yeah. I, and the stress part, you know, you could always... Um... Uh, mimic that, you know, but just just a lot of calisthenic activity. You yeah, know, you yeah, know, run a so. hundred yards and back, and then you know, do some push-ups, jumping jacks, burpees, or whatever, and then you have to do the same thing. Sure. And so practice that a lot, you know, when you're doing type of a three-gun thing. But what I uh, one of the crazy things I trained with the FBI once and got to run through their simulator, and also went to Gander Mountain, uh, one of the ones in. Um, Trinity or something, uh, a temple or someplace with a T. They had it okay. there with the 360 degrees. So the video's on YouTube. There you go. Okay, cool. And what I saw, you know, so the instructor can drive the scenario. And, you know, if you negotiate your, your way out of, you can talk your way out of the, the gunfight type thing. Mm-hmm. And so you can try that stuff. And it, with the 360 uh, um, simulator, you know, there's going to be threats more where then you're just your tunnel vision's taking you in. That's right. the whole point of that there. Sure. What I found was interesting, though, was when I got under fire, I found myself, of course, drawing and shooting, but when I was taking fire, I would go into a, like a very low crouch position. I did it. I did it several times through the simulator. I'm like, what the heck am I doing? <laughs> and the instructor's like, you know, it's just it's a natural survival response to make yourself a small target. Right. And so I guess okay, you know, if if I'm if I'm shooting, you know, uh, good enough, it's not like it's a huge deal. But at the same time, well, you want to be able to move around, and it's hard sure. to do that when you're tiny in a crouched position. So, 
sometimes you don't know what you're going to do until you get in a situation like that. And so that was an eye-opener for me. I thought I kind of had this thing down until someone shot at me and I, and I curl up in a ball shooting. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you say, I think one of the things that I recommend to shooters, and I've got a few videos on YouTube about this, that, that basically talk about you know uh, doing that, that stress test, if you will, on yourself by running 100 yards or doing calisthenics, jumping jacks, whatever the case may be, and uh, running in place, whatever the case may be, get that heart rate up and then go to yep. action because that is really what you feel in a situation with, um, you know, Top Shot's a good example of that when you were going through that course. I mean, that was just, that was pressure, 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 pressure. But uh, really in a gunfight situation, if you ever are in a tactical situation where you need to use tactical training, I mean, that that's really what it's going to be like, right? And in, in the most case. Oh, yeah, you're not going to, you're going to, what do they say, you're going to be your, your worst day at the range, you know, you're going to sink to your level of training, but it's going to be the it's going to be the worst. I haven't heard that, and, yeah, but that's good. That just bet on your worst day of training, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know, bringing up top shot is like that. Well, that's like the gauntlet we do at marksman camp, yes. where it, it, we we put up like 15 challenges and make them do that, and but we're making them end on the of course and custom at 50 yards on a golf ball. And even me, I ran this the challenge this this week. You know, everybody's hanging out and and they want to see me run too. And I do that, and you know, it, there's pressure because they're they're recording too. And okay, you know, the the day before, um, I'm shooting the you know, uh, one of my favorite targets is Dum Dums now. Mm, you know, cool, little yeah, little suckers. Yeah, oh, you dude, bang. they're loud. They splatter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, when you're using a suppressor, you, when you hit a Dum Dum at 50 yards, it's loud. You hear it. And, <laughs> yeah. And, and, so awesome. anyway, the point. Oh yeah, you you can smell them if the wind's right. You shoot enough of them. It's really <laughs> That's cool. That's too much fun. And they're, and they're pretty cheap and all. But okay, the point of this was I'm shooting the I'm shooting the sticks themselves at 50 yards. But after running that whole challenge, it, it like takes me five shots because I'm just blasting away, you know, because I haven't been breathing for for all the guns I'm aiming at. And then you, right. you know, so that yes, that's a, that's a great way to train is you get yourself out of breath and then yeah. see how you can do. Yeah. Yeah, get get yourself in that in that go mode, you know. Yep, it's it's a different thing, and uh, that reminds me when I was uh, doing more three gun challenges, more heavy. Uh, I would run with a with that cert pistol, and th and just shoot. You know, I'm in I'm in a four, so no one's gonna <laughs> think I'm running armed down the road. Right. But right. so I I just go on a regular jog, and uh, and point shooting became easy for me because when you're jogging, you're, you're not focused on your sights. Sure. But, you know, that, that, that target acquisition, you know, would just you know, kind of a muscle memory thing would, would come into play. And there was a match that I remember uh, you had to run from, like, the starting point to a tower where your rifle was staged. But there was, like, a dozen pepper poppers on the way. You know, that's those taller, skinnier ones. Uh-huh. And, and I'm running, and I, I'm shooting a Glock 34, which is the same as the cert pistol I was training with. And then all of a sudden, it just all clicked. I was like, holy crap, this is what I do. <laughs> like, I, I point shoot and jog with this thing. And right. so I did, never looked at my sights, never stopped. There's a few misses, but you can see where your, you know, where your splash was and adjust. And, and it, that was just fun. Uh, that's cool. It's kind of like when I, and I know you're still getting you know, more into archery stuff, but it's kind of like when I got into bow fishing and it made me a better mm. recurve shooter. Because yeah. I had to aim low, the archer's paradox, all that stuff that you're that you're thinking about, you know, it just your your muscle memory. I hate to use that word because I know you hate to use that word, but that that memory of of 
of coming back, drawing back to an anchor point with your bare hands instead of a release is a lot different than using a release in, in, in archery. So, I mean, more I just, instinctive. more instinctive, exactly. Instinctive shooting, aiming down that arrow and that kind of stuff with no sights. And, um, so it's kind of interesting how you say cross training different ways will, will make you more natural at different things. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you bring up the instinctive shooting. You know, I was shooting off the trampoline a while back. Yes, yes, I remember that video, yeah. So next, since you brought up archery and instinctive, I'm going to see if I can do it with a recurve on okay. the trampoline. Okay, cool, yeah, perfect. You know how to shoot a recurve, but yeah, it's, it, that's wild. That would be so cool to watch, too. I can't wait to see that video. <laughs> I can't wait to try it, but yeah, we'll, we'll get it out there. If it never comes, I either forgot, got too busy, or failed. <laughs> you, can, you can private message it to me, Dustin, you know. So. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Um, no, that's funny, but it's just, it's one of those things where the more you do something, the more comfortable you get. And that's what the whole idea behind tactical training. Is that correct? As far as, as far as it mattering the most when somebody's life is in, is in, uh, is in the, 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 the helm, I guess, if you will. And danger. Yeah. And shooting is a perishable skill. Yes. So Don't use it. You it, lose it. it. Yep. You got us. They say like a percentage point a day. And so if wow. you haven't been to the range in 30 days, you know, a month, you, you're already only at 70%. If it's, if you uh, only qualify and train twice a year, like they say, some cops even that's as much as they shoot. You know, you're uh, you're already at zero percent at that right. point. So, right. got to stay on top of it, and, and you don't have to be at a range. You know, we brought that up earlier. Just uh, a, a dry fire training is almost better training at times because you don't have that psychological uh, recoil and you know the explosion going off in your hand that makes you a poor shot at times and you can just focus on you know that that break and uh you know something else is just it, it, shooting a at least moving a little you know in the defensive world it's called you know getting off the x and right. just even if if when you draw or in you go to a reload or change your malfunction you just take a big side step i've read several stories of that you know saving officers lives just because they, they stepped to the side once they saw the threat and, the, and you know, the, that bullet went right by right where they were standing. Whoa. That's solid. That, then that's, that's just good general training as far as self-defense. Yeah. It's just avoiding the, you know, avoiding the offense, I guess is the best way to say that. Yeah, just a simple size. And so my theory is, is I, most people are right-handed shooters, right? Yes. Okay. And if you think about criminals hopefully they're a bad shot but when you're a bad shot and you jerk that trigger for right-handed shooter where's that bullet go uh it if you jerk low. that it goes if you jerk it it goes um gosh, low left. the low left i was just gonna say left yeah. but yeah, I, but, I wanted to answer it accurately because accuracy is everything you know so yeah so anytime <laughs> someone says man my gun i just can't adjust the sights anymore low left i just kind of laugh it's, we're <laughs> it's you dude it's, it's a user error at that yeah point. yeah <laughs> You've taught me many things that are my user So, yeah, exactly. So, so. so my point is, if if most people jerk the trigger low left, so what I, I, uh, that bullet's going to go to, you know, to my right. Right. You know, as I'm standing at a threat. Or defense, And so, uh, it just naturally, and and since I'm right-handed, I just always just practice taking a big step to the left. 
hopefully I'm getting away from them as they jerk the shot, and hopefully they're right-handed, and I'm not stepping into it. Anyway, that's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. Well, you kind of take a gamble because they say, what, 25% of people are left-handed? But, I mean, you know, in, in, in a situation like that, I think to just step out of the way anywhere, you'd probably be in better shape than just standing there and waiting for the bullet. Just move to cover, or better right. yet, don't get in a gunfight. Don't fight. get in a gunfight at all, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And if you're a police officer or something like that, that's kind of hard to do sometimes to not do, you know, is get in a gunfight. But, you know, it's just, it, it goes back to what we were taught in CHL class, or uh, uh, concealed carry class, or open to carry class now, uh, is just to avoid the threat to begin with. You know, you don't have to use the gun unless you're absolutely, but, uh, you know, required to yeah. use it. But the thing is, Dustin, I remember going and buying my first, or one of my first handguns, and uh, the guys at the um, the gun shop up in Colleen, Guns Galore, I think is what it's called. Anyway, it's a local gun shop up here. It's got thousands of guns in it. And they would always throw something at me, you know, while I would have my back turned. And they said, that's how quick you got to be. That's how quick you've got to make that decision and be be ready to, 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 to be in action. And that's a lot to think about in one instant, you know. So. It is, it is. And, yeah, but that's that situational awareness. Right. that So it's kind of like, why is that guy putting something in his hand? And then, you know, so. Right. Right, right. Expecting them to Being throw aware that you you're going to be expected. Yeah, you expect it to. Yeah, exactly. Expect the unexpected. That's good. Um, yeah, so that's good. Keeping your head out of your phone sometimes right. and all that. We all could use that sometimes. I know I can. Yeah. So uh, use that <laughs> reminder, you know, not to not to be, you know, situational awareness. And there's a Vietnam veteran that I've got on a YouTube video of it. Had a near-death experience. I've told you and many people about it. Um, Steve Gardapin. Yep. He was a um, a scout helicopter pilot. He'd fly loaches and in Hueys in Vietnam and has several silver medals of, of valor and all kinds of different um, awards and everything. And I looked him up the other day and I said, like, I had no idea you had this many war hero awards. And he never he's very humble about everything, but uh, he's got he's got a bunch. But anyway, his whole joke when we're fishing is situational awareness, situational awareness. And I think about you when he says that because I'm like that's something like Ellerman would say, you know. So. <laughs> But it's true, you know, it's true. Situational awareness, so. It can save your life. Yeah, it can save your life, exactly. Uh, tell us real quick, Dustin, about the uh, video, two videos. The one that we talked about at SHOT Show that you had just gotten 35 million or something views on uh, on uh, the Shooting Through the Tree video. I thought that was cool. And then tell us about the, the uh, LaRue tactical video. All right, so I just did a little experiment for my own sake because uh, I've – shot different trees in the past and uh, of course it, it even depends on the season of the year on how dense they are sure. and i just wanted to see ballistic penetration um i've shot some dead ones that were you know 12 to 15 inches and uh you know it, it shot it shot through the ak round so i'm like well shoot a healthy pine that is the size that you could take cover behind i think we ended up at a 19 inch tree in front of my shooting berm that was safe to shoot right and uh Anyway, I went to all the way up to 50 BMG, and I'm not going to give you the spoilers, but oh that video's got, shoot, it's over 40 million views it now. It is now, wow. That's awesome. And so <laughs> next, we went out, and we shot a tree a, a tree down with a, with 50 cal. <laughs> we, we, actually, we brought two rifles because we didn't want to overheat them. Right. And so I, I won't spoil it and tell you how many rounds it took, how, but the did you see it? You, you I haven't know? seen that video. No, I need it. So I what, we, what would your guess be? Uh, I, I, I'd be lying if I told you, man. I don't. I, I would. Uh, I would just say a bunch. 
A bunch. Okay. Yeah. I guess some people are like ten. I'm like, come no. on. <laughs> fifty okay. BMG is powerful, but it's not magical. So, so you took a fifty BMG against the same size tree. Yep. Yep. Did you get as like many eighteen and a half inch diameter? Did you get as many wackadoodles saying that you were killing that tree and they wish they could oh, kill the time, you man. and all this other stuff? I, I just. Oh it's, yeah. That's amazing. Some of the the comments that you've read off of there, people that are just wildly crazy about you hurting that tree like we're gonna you know like you said in that last podcast we did you're gonna hold a funeral every time you mow the grass i'm still laughing about that one you know so it's it's crazy uh yeah i mean i post uh some of the hate mail i pull out of my spam filter every week on uh on facebook yeah, I get some too, but not near as much as you do. But, you know, that all being said, um, you know, you also, uh, uh, you know, took a uh, uh, shot at some uh, uh, LaRue Tacticals guns or, or their gun and suppressor. Their suppressor, right? Or is it somebody else's suppressor? No, yeah, their suppressor. Their suppressor. And okay. so it's their surge setup. Okay. Um, so they offer it as a, as an upper. And, and so it's like suppressed ultimate rifle upper is a surge type, uh, you know, acronym. That okay. I just screwed up because I didn't have a G in there. That's okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, but, uh, we wanted to just try to do one of those, uh, uh, torture test it. Okay. And so we were just going to send a lot of rounds through it. but uh, And I'd seen the surge before. So it's like a 14-inch you know, 5.56 upper. Okay. And it has a pendant welded uh, extended brake. So it's the same as their Tranquilo brake system. But it's like, you know, goes all the way through the suppressor, so you don't have any baffle strikes. Right. And so the, the idea was the military asked, put a call out for kind of a, uh, like a, a suppressor that won't crash them and mess up. You know, so that goes through a firefight with, you know, several hundred rounds through it. And what you get is, uh, the, you know, the soldiers that have a messed up baffle striker sometimes will just try to shove something down it and clear the way Ooh. and beat them out Ooh. in the field. Wow. <laughs> and so so they, they, they put out the call for something that was better. And Mark LaRue answered, now, you know, I like telling full, full disclosure, I'm at SHOT Show two years ago, and, and they hand it to me, and I'm like, that's kind of ugly, I don't care for it. <laughs> and so I had no, you know, it's just a weird muzzle break and stuff. I'm like, meh, you know, just give me the traditional one. But then I shot it, and the coolest thing about sh- shooting it is, dude, I've been battling blowback with all my suppressors just so much that you know the blowback the, the gas just stings your eyes like i got this griffin uh griffin griffin what is it uh wrecking five and i can't shoot it like more than twice without having to blink just just so much blowback no matter what gun i put it on this thing we're laying on the trigger uh, the cyclic rate on it was it was full auto, uh, in about twelve hundred feet per second. It was a fast cycle rate. Right. And I, I'm getting I got like two three hundred rounds in this meltdown video or torture test because it didn't melt down. And I'm like, I haven't had to even blink yet. This this sucker is working. <laughs> and so we back to back put a thousand rounds through it. I had one malfunction that was a magazine-related one because it just round jumped up too early and tried to kind of double feed in there. Yeah, it cooked and, off, uh, right? Am I saying that right? Uh, well, off. okay, if you're counting the cook off. Okay. That was, uh, <laughs> I sorry. just counted that as a barrel van okay, too never mind, It still worked. Wrong one. Yeah, I watched your video. I'm just saying. So and there's nothing yeah, the else. You're brutally was... honest. So <laughs> that's what I like about you. Yeah, yeah the cook-off was uh, – 
Well, that was just what happens if you leave something in a uh, a rifle that has uh, you know reached that temperature. Right. We'd stop to spray down the gas tube just because that's kind of they said under their tests. You know, uh, 180 rounds will start to uh, uh, you'll have some sort of malfunction in your gas block or gas tube. Right. Right. So it was like, well, we want to. We don't want to shut down a video early just because of the gas tube issue. We want to try to burn the suppressor to the ground. <laughs> and, and so I'd stop and cool down the gas tube. And uh, it was just nuts. Uh, the thing ran like a top. Uh, the suppressor, we had a meter there, and we actually got uh, quieter at the end. We metered it after, after a 1,000 rounds straight with a cherry red hot suppressor. It was still quiet. And then we shot a group with it. Yes. Uh, and... That was nuts, too. The group was like a hair. It was like uh, they shot like a .9 inch group before, and I shot a .9 inch group after the thousand rounds. Well, like it was the 20 minute cooldown afterwards. It did have a, sh- a shift in zero, which, okay, you expect something to happen right. because we just got the barrel cherry red, so it probably just found a new home. And uh, it, it was just crazy, man. It was crazy cool because all those uh, – there's a couple suppressor video meltdowns on YouTube. And one, they – man, it was a Silencer Co. Omega, I think. They had it on a saw, and around the three to 400 round mark, it ruptured. Oh, and wow. Seven, yeah, yeah, the 700 round mark, it actually disintegrated, and all that was left was a mount. Holy smokes, so, that's crazy. So, yeah, I was a little nervous doing this. I bet you were. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess I was like, okay, I all the meltdown too. videos I've seen, when you're doing full auto, you're capturing heat like it's not supposed to. Right. You know, you're, you're not, not designed to, to be like that in a suppressor, exactly. No, yeah. that's 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 torture. I mean, there's there's just regular ARs that can't make it over, you know, four or 500 rounds of full auto. Right. And we're capturing all that heat, and suppressors do as suppressors do. They kind of send it back into the gun as well. And uh, anyway, so it, it was cool. Y'all can check it out. And I mean, it's like after that, I was like, I, I got to get me a surge rifle now because that was just <laughs> way awesome. <laughs> and that's a two G three, yeah. Or I'm sorry, five five six. But yeah, uh, similar. Yep. Um, but you know, a small diameter bullet. And I just, I just love how you did like the balloons on the back of the target and stuff like that to see how the penetration and stuff like that would go. Right. You did that too. Oh right? yeah. That was something else. We didn't, it, well, yeah, it, it, that was actually a failed part of the video. Okay. Cause so we took those one inch, uh, steel balls that are from a stone quarry. They use them to tumble and whatnot. Yeah. And so in that area, they can get them by the train car. And so uh, Mark had experienced, exper- yeah, with experimented with it beforehand, and said, you know, if you just fill up a three and a half inch stud wall with these, it'll stop everything. I was like, well, by golly, put one together, and we'll put some balloons behind it and test it. Yeah, it, it wasn't enough. We went right there. <laughs> the first magazine popped two balloons. They're like, I'm glad we didn't stand behind that. Exactly. So, yeah, it's like your tree deal, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Well, but I bet, but I mean, the theory sound because a lot of ranges they'll use like pea gravel and whatnot, yes. and and put it in between eight inch panels, and they're supposed to stop a lot because that the pea gravel is like those uh, those steel balls will do is it, it deflects, disintegrates, and absorbs the energy. Right. So I mean, kind of like a sandbag, but just a, a larger media, and uh and and so uh, it's something I want to play around with a little more, just kind of redneck ballistic protection there. 
Yeah, I like that, and I've always liked that about your videos because you're very down to earth. You know, you're approachable guy when when you're in public and stuff. I know you're kind of a semi celebrity with uh, with the Top Shot win and everything, and you still have a ton of a ton of YouTube subscribers and everything that follow your stuff. But the thing I've always liked about you is you'll still give your honest, brutally honest sometimes opinion, and that you're still approachable and will talk to people that come up to you and stuff like that. Because there's just so many other people I know that have been on TV and done all this, that, and the other, and and they're just such a pompous jerk about everything. Thing. and you know it's oh. the one thing i value about you dustin is is how you um how we share the same name number one but number two um how how you how you <laughs> carry yourself is what i'm trying to say well thanks uh yeah i, mean, I just say i'm just a dork that won a tv show once so it's all good <laughs> that's all good no that's cool but um yeah basically i uh i just thought the way that you handled that gun in that video with was showing the the strength of that and then doing the after shot with it because a lot of guys that do these gun videos and stuff that that smoke a barrel or whatever i've seen uh, iraqi veteran 8888 do one before with an ak where it catches on fire and all this other stuff but they don't shoot it after they let it cool down to see where it zeros you know or your point of impact and then your group and i thought that was really cool what you did in that video yeah it, it makes me wonder is like how to actually you know we didn't have a failure like I don't know if we could afford the ammo to really get make that gun fail. Yeah, yeah, right. And plus, yeah, it's like that's dangerous. Yeah. Let somebody else hurt themselves doing that. No, I'm with you. I just I thought that was good. But another thing I was going to ask you back to concealed carry and um, open carry and uh, and self defense shooting okay. is what about the mantis? Have you ever did you have any play with the mantis thing? At, I uh, love that thing. Okay, cool. I just pulled them up because I thought about that when we started talking about self defense stuff because I thought you would check that out at Range Day. You and I were at Range Day together at Shot Show this year, and uh, the 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 technology of of dry that's a dry fire situation right the the mantis system and live fire right and live fire. Both. yep that's right that's right and it, it, it or like co2 and, yeah, CO2, right. airsoft okay and so i don't i don't know exactly how it works i have one of the older generation ones the new one that they released at shot show had a lot more extras and bells and whistles yep i'm with you yeah yeah but i mean the, the it uses the same app on your smartphone and and they update it all the time uh, you can, there's like kind of a community social, you know, uh, feature that, so say you got one, I got one and we just want to, uh, uh, brag about our scores, right. you know, you, you have a little scoreboard there. And, and, and so it, it can be like a video game even, but so what it does is it just analyzes by movement, what you're yes. doing with your gun. And it, it senses that dry fire, you know, the hammer dropping. And I was so impressed because I thought. Well, how does it know when I'm charging the gun versus a dry fire or a mag change? You know, I bet I can pull it. No, it knows when it's shooting. And so then you can put it in live fire mode and actually use it at the range too. And kind of a ball and dummy drill without the dummy rounds. Mm -hmm. And you can shoot a string or or whatever, and you can go in and analyze every shot. It'll grade you out of 100%, you know, how much you moved. You know, we talked about that low left. So if you're slapping, jerking the trigger, and you're the one who's making the, you know, you're you're the reason User, that, that yeah. shot was off target, <laughs> it draws you a line. It it like by gyroscopes or whatever knows the the motion and 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 it'll draw you a little line just like your front sight would be dancing out there. And if you you know if you pulled that shot, it's going to show you the exact direction and, and and the time that you did that, and then grade it as well. It's got different drills and stuff too, but. That's a yeah. I've I've been using that a lot. Uh, it, it just clamps onto your rail, 
Mm -hmm. Or if you don't have a rail, like on your concealed carry gun, they have magazine bases that that it can attach to. So, yeah, so that's a a really neat system. Yeah, I was just thinking, I mean, I I looked them up again, and I've got their website pulled up right now on my computer. But I looked them up because I was just kind of like, you know, Elements had a lot of good things to say about that at uh, at SHOT. And I just kind of thought... That'd be a good one to bring up because of the fact that they, I mean, the technology that has come, just that that company alone. There are other ones that do dry fire training and stuff like that, but just that company alone is just like, that's solid stuff that they've come up with there to help you practice without burning a lot of ammo and, and tons mm-hmm. of, it, it teaches you as you're going through and practicing this stuff, how you can improve, you know, as far as where you're, where you're missing or where you're, where you're, you're off, you know what I'm saying? So where you, where you, you know, areas for improvement is what I'm trying to say. And I found that what do they run like uh, uh, almost 200 bucks normally. Yeah. Let me look up the order now real quick. Mantis X. Yeah. I'm well, I found it. So it's yeah, 100, 149 here, but... bucks, so 150 bucks. Yeah. I found it for $105 the other day on BigDaddyUnlimited.com. Oh, cool. Okay. So that's 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 a members-only kind of site, right. but uh, it, I, I've done some stuff with them. You go to BigDaddyUnlimited.com slash TopShot Dustin, uh-huh. I think, or maybe slash Dustin. I forget. Anyway, the first month's just uh, just a dollar, but okay. it was like 105 bucks, and you could just cancel your membership after that and save the money. So yeah, I guess you could, yeah. Um, I just, I just think that the stuff that having the app on your phone, being able to use it at the range, being able to, it just, it's a cool, it's yep. a cool idea. I just, I think it's something like, like you were talking about with Mike Hughes and, and the system that he created and those, those kind of systems that exist now didn't used to exist before. And it, they're all for our benefit as shooters, as people in media. I mean, they cover it all over the place, you know, people benefit greatly and and this may save a life you know in in some way because it is training you to do things the right way that's my point yeah yeah it's, it's crazy and yeah like i called the mantis just like your digital firearms instructor yeah. that's always with you it's 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 really cool that's good and then you can like you said compare your scores to your friends and stuff like that i kind of think that's cool so i'm not doing a commercial for mantis i just kind of thought a system like that is really ideal, you know, for for dry fire training and for live fire training. And I just think I just thought that was cool when I saw that at shot this year. That's all. Yep, yep. So. And it goes on rifles and everything. If you didn't, if folks didn't know that, you can just throw it on. That's cool. That's really cool. Um, so what other? I mean, obviously you can join. You know, there's there's tactical bays at gun range like best of the West range here that we we hold the. Uh, you've been there before, Dustin, when they had the Texas Gun Festival there yep. uh, years ago. Yep. We have tactical bays at that range. That's the range I've started going to lately. And um, you know, there's there's 3D gun competitions all over the nation. You can get involved in. There's a lot of different things. But I just wanted to give a basic overview of what. Um, you know, what to look for, the things to watch out for, those kind of things when you're tactical training or just getting started and, and concealed carry, open carry, whatever the case may be, uh, since you're such a, uh, you know, you've got a prowess at, at that kind of stuff, Dustin. So that's why I wanted to have you on. Oh, I appreciate it. And, you know, you, you brought that up. It's just, you know, where to go. Gun guys are great guys. I mean, you can just show up at like a three-gun match yeah. with nothing. Uh, maybe bring some ammo. 
right. these guys will, you know, just you just introduce yourself, and guys will take you under their wing and walk you through the whole thing and let you borrow their guns all day. Right. And, and, and I know my first IDPA match was like that, and IDPA does focus more on tactics where, hey, take cover, and, you know, you got to shoot in tactical order, so make sure everybody gets first before you, you know, <laughs> you start shooting any target twice. Yeah. And uh, accuracy counts more than three-gun, like, you know, spray and pray. And uh, so you just find a local thing and just show up, and, and heck, you're going to learn something, and it's a great community. No, that's great. And that's that's true. I mean, they're going to be jerks and, 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 you know, buttheads in every particular organization that's our, not organization, but every kind of realm of, of possibility out sure. there in the shooting world. But for the most part, man, you're talking about salt of the earth people. Second Amendment supporters a lot of times are not jerks, you know, especially the people that want to see the sport get furthered and more people join the sport. They're going to they're gonna be supportive of you, you know. And there's nothing wrong with going and after or calling your local gun range and saying, hey, where can I go to learn more? more about you know 3d competitions where can i go learn more about uh you know open carry chl whatever the case may be um you know where can i and a a typical gun shop will even help you outfit to the gun that's going to fit you the best too i mean if they're not taking care of you like uh, a girl in a gun here in liberty hill or um you know close by me you've got reds and, and a bunch of other ranges around here then go somewhere else you know um, my dad, uh, took me to the BDC gun room, which I think has just changed its name to something else in Shawnee, Oklahoma. You talk about some of the most friendly educational guys that really just didn't want to just earn your business. They wanted you to learn from their business. And, um, you know, I just thought that was a, that was a cool thing. You know, this, the, there's some really good people out there is what I'm trying to say. Absolutely. So what are the final thoughts and then how can people find you there, Dustin? Final thoughts. Hey, just train and have fun. Pretty hard, shoot straight, right? Yep. Uh, finding me, you just put Top Shot Dustin into about anything, and, and it'll pop up. Uh, MarksmanCamp.com. We'll be announcing the fall dates around July-ish, okay. and we'll be having some more fun. Fantastic. Forgive my dog barking in the background, guys. <laughs> Somebody just came and knocked at the door. I record this out of my office in my home. So anyway, but thank you, Dustin, for the time, for just giving us a chance to talk about some of your videos and talking about some of your um, your different uh, things that you're doing in the outdoors. And it's just a pleasure every time we get together, man. Appreciate it. Hey, yeah, fun stuff, man. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Have a good one. All right, there he goes, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dustin Ellerman, Top Shot Dustin. Find him in social media. Find him at MarksmanCamp.com. There's a whole bunch of gear you can buy on there, like I said it earlier in the show. Um, really, really love that guy. He has a heart for kids. He's got a heart for Jesus. He's got a heart for God. He's got a heart for um, you know people that are just learning to shoot, people that are intermediate shooters, people that are expert shooters. He can help you with no matter what where you are in that. And his YouTube videos are just crazy good. I'll put some links in the description as far as his um, in the show notes as far as his his uh, videos that that uh, he's done the shooting through the tree and then the 50 BMG and all these different other videos. His Luru tactical video that he put on YouTube. They're a little bit long, some of them, as far as what you might be used to watching on YouTube, like two or three minutes. But they're really educated educational it's really fun to learn from dustin he he presents things the way i do on video and i'm not comparing myself to him in any way shape or form but he presents things real practically real pragmatically 
and uh, things that are easily to digest. And uh, even though he gets some wackadoodles as I do on my channel that are anti-gun and, and pro, you know, saving all the trees and not shooting through trees and all this other stuff, uh, you know, there, there's really good, good information there for you. So if you don't follow Top Shot Dustin, be sure to do that. And you can check uh, Dustin Elliman out. It's Elliman with two N's. Uh, and Dustin, same spelling as my name, <laughs> and um, I'm really having a lot of fun having him on the show, and I really appreciate him stopping by and uh, and, and sitting down and, and getting on the phone with me. So, or not stopping by, but you know what I mean, uh, sitting down and uh, doing a phone call with me. So, anyway, thank you guys so much for everything. Please, if you've not done so already, Dustin uh, subscribes to our newsletter. So do I. Uh, two Dustins, one newsletter. Um, also, Dustin uh, contributes to the Tactical and Practical newsletter when he's not too busy with summer camp, which is coming up here soon. Um, and that is Tactical and Practical Tuesday. You have Wildlife Wednesday. We have the Thursday Texas State of the Outdoor Nation. These are all free, as well as the Turkey newsletter, the Deer newsletter, the Hogwild newsletter, the Sharks and Surf newsletter, all those specialized newsletters that are coming out and will be coming out in the future. And then we have eBlast, where we do uh, advertising, you know, advertising clients that basically buy a uh, rent our list, basically, of 60,000 people or so. And we just blast out offers that they have and information to educate you on, on products that they have. This is all good stuff. Sign up if you're not already a member of our email list uh, at fishgame.com. You'll see a subscribe tab on the right-hand side or scroll down if you're on mobile. Um, and uh, basically just type your name and email in there and you'll get special special offers for uh, for things that we have going on here as well as a newsletter the newsletters have banners that help our advertisers all that other fun stuff so uh, all that stuff is free to you as far as the newsletter information the stories the blogs all the stuff the, the magazine itself is in digital form as well you can get a digital subscription at fishgame.com and the fishing game gear section has all kinds of shirts our fishing shirts it's got all of our books it's got all kinds of really cool stuff and uh, aside from all of that, I was also going to mention the whole magazine is digital as well as in print. And so our digital version is hosted on our blog, which is fishgame.com. There's going to be a paywall in front of it one of these days, but right now you can go in there. As I record this, you can go in there and subscribe and, uh, and read all the different things just like you would a blog article. It basically takes it and breaks it down to uh, very um, easy to read levels, easy to digest levels, where you can read a feature story and all that other stuff. It scales well on your phone. It's a whole lot better than the app that we used to have, and I'm not saying anything about the app company that designed that uh, app for us, but uh, it's just a lot more user-friendly, a lot more easily accessible to, uh, to get a hold of. So anyway, good stuff there, guys, good stuff. So thank you guys so much again for tuning in. Please tell a friend. Please leave us a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you found the show, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, we're everywhere. And I'm so excited to have the chance to share this with you guys. And uh, please leave us a review. Thank you so much for watching, reading, and listening. Have an awesome day in the outdoors. We'll see you next time.